Welcome back to another episode of the Ville Chillin' Podcast, part of the Villain ENT Network. My name is Jack. My name is Aaron. And just a reminder, we are on all major podcast services from Spotify to Apple, Google to Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Give us a follow there and or rating as it all helps. Please subscribe to this channel, leave us a comment on how we're doing, drop a like. Don't forget to also subscribe to our other Villain ET channels, Ville Grillin' and Ville Gaming, um, where you'll see us gaming from a little bit of everything. I was... Uh, Playing some uh, 2K22 the other day, some wrestling. Yeah. yeah. I had a uh, cyberpunk video. Nice. Cyberpunk stream, so we're definitely still working on those, getting there. Um, I'd play some Tony Hawk later. So, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. This episode, we're going to be continuing our series on people of Kentucky and kind of play on our last episode. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, it's on Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, definitely check that one out too. Um, one of my, I'm biased, I'm sure, but one of my kind of favorite people that I can say is from Kentucky, you know, uh, there's a lot of them, but Hunter S. Thompson's definitely one of my favorites. So I definitely. I really enjoyed making that episode. Um, and so today, kind of continuing the theme a little bit, we're actually going to be talking about Johnny Depp. Um, also played from Kentucky. <laughs> also from Kentucky. He played technically Raul Duke and Fear and Loathing, but you know that was just a characterization of Hunter S. Thompson himself and um, Johnny Depp and Hunter S. Thompson were actually really good friends too. Mm. Johnny Depp actually paid for a good portion of Thompson's memorial service following his death. So yeah, they were, they were very close. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yes, they were. So just kind of funny how it, they're both from Kentucky and they end up intertwining that much, like just through their experiences. Right. Both very eccentric and, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, when you know a little bit about them both, you can definitely... It makes sense, see. right. The uh, I'm sure the drinking kind of brought them together. It didn't hurt, I'm sure. Definitely. So, while Johnny Depp isn't actually from Louisville, he was born in Owensboro, Kentucky. Um, it's really not too far. It's Owensboro, like a couple hours or something. If that, mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I haven't frequented Owensboro. Um, but he's the youngest of four children. His mother worked as a waitress, and his father was a civil engineer. Uh, the family actually moved around a lot, finally settling in Florida in 1970 uh, in the Miramar area. When he was 15, his parents actually divorced, and his mother later remarried a man named Robert Palmer, who Depp has stated that he kind of considers an inspiration. So that's interesting. Um and when he was 12, his mother actually gifted him a guitar. And he, that's when he really started picking up his love for music, or I guess acting on his love for music, playing in multiple bands as a kid and things like that. Um, he dropped out of high school at 16 to pursue a career in rock music. He uh, quickly changed his mind, I guess, realized it was probably gonna be harder than he thought. Two weeks later, wanted to go back to school, and the principal said, nah, just keep going for music. So I would like to know more behind the principal's decision. Right. Um, but 
I guess we can only know. Right, I think the teacher said, we don't want you to come back, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, was it that? Because, I mean, we know, I mean, that was when he was 16. We know he was into some stuff before then, so he's he's spoken out about that. Um, and so he joined a band called The Kids, and after some mild success locally in Florida, the band decided to move to Los Angeles to try to get a record deal. Um, they changed their name to Six Gun Method, but they ultimately ended up splitting up before signing any kind of deal. Uh, Johnny ended up collaborating with Rock City Angels and co-wrote the song Barry, which was on their debut album. And since then, he's worked with, I mean, countless artists at this point, right? Um, bands including Oasis, Aerosmith. I mean, he he's played with Manson. Um, and I mean, even, you know, recently he's been doing a lot. And so even though his main thing he's known for is movies and film, music obviously did a lot in helping him build was connections. His, definitely was his first love. The first thing he wanted to yeah. do, his first passion, definitely. Exactly. And I guess, he still is. <laughs> yeah. It's maybe for him, it was one of those things like don't mix hobbies or passions too much with work. <laughs> Because they kind of go stale when you depend on them for income, I guess. Um, so I'm, I kind of wonder if that was what led him to go more head into the, the acting and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, but most recently, as far as music goes, he is touring with guitarist Jeff Beck. And he will actually be here at the Louisville Palace October 22nd. Awesome. So next Saturday, a week from today, if you're actually watching this in October 2022, uh, yeah, he's going to he's going to be. Check it out. So should be, should be interesting. Um, as far, so that was kind of like his early successes and his early networking, I guess, in Los Angeles. Um, before his original band split up, though, he was introduced to Nicolas Cage, actually, which I didn't know. The about. legend. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all through history, if you've seen the right. pictures online, all over the world. <laughs> Forever. Uh, but he met him in 1984, and they became buddies. And Cage actually <laughs> pushed him to pursue acting. Um, so I just wonder what the real deciding factor was there. I guess, like, nothing else to lose. Band split up, maybe. Right, and I, I think he had a little bit of money where he could push more towards the music, I think, like recording, you know, whether it be solo or, you know, get another band together. Um, and I guess with the, the advice of Nicolas Cage, he put that towards acting lessons, and they yeah. definitely paid off. <laughs> yes, um, definitely paid off, and we'll get into that a little more later. Um, so, yeah, he got, Cage actually helped him get his audition for A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, when he played in that, because that was his first appearance, really, in anything. Um, he died, but that's okay. <laughs> Most people do in those movies. Uh, he continued to act in a few smaller films before landing his role in the Fox TV series 21 Jump Street, where he became that teen idol heartthrob. Uh, effectively, though, pretty much launched his career. Definitely got his name out there. Um, and after that success, 
he pretty much just decided to take roles that he was more interested in rather than what would be most successful, like at the box office or well-paying or whatever. Um, and with his rise to fame came also his protest of how he was portrayed as kind of like a pretty teen idol in 21 Jump Street. He definitely did not like that and uh, instead became the bad boy of Hollywood, as he was known then. Um, his smoking, mm-hmm. drinking, recreational drug use and everything was definitely well documented mm-hmm. in the 90s. He was known, you know, off film and off stage for his partying. He got in fights with bouncers, trashed a couple hotel rooms. <laughs> uh, the rock star lifestyle. Well, he owned the, uh, the Viper Room. To, well, he's a part owner. Yeah. He was a part owner of it. I knew he, I knew he partied there a lot, but I didn't know he owned it. Like that's <laughs> that's a dedication. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Depp himself has actually stated before um, that his drug use began when he would take his mother's nerve pills at the age of eleven, um, and then he started smoking cigarettes at the age of twelve, and by fourteen had pretty much experimented with most readily available drugs um so that definitely kind of that's kind of interesting you know um i don't know that he still managed to do everything he did and be as successful as he was with that kind of a a start in life i guess right because i mean a lot of times when when you have like substance abuse and stuff like that, it's it's especially at that early of an age, right? It's hard to get out of that. Like that's, yeah. um, it's not like substance abuse is unknown in Hollywood from music to movies and everything else. But for a lot of people, it's very much just kind of recreational until the fame and everything gets to him. But I mean, he started so young. It's it really is amazing just that he still persevered and became what he is. Um, But anyways, his rebellious attitude is actually what led him to taking more obscure roles with quirky characters and everything, uh, which pretty much led to him working with Tim Burton on Edward Scissorhands, Um, which that's obviously was a huge success. And it's really interesting. Um, I read that to prepare for that movie, he watched a lot of Charlie Chaplin movies and silent films and stuff so that he could really learn to express what he needed to without, you know, speaking his eyes, you know, not really speaking. Um, Learn from the best there, Charlie Chaplin. That's awesome. (laughs) And it it shows dedication when somebody takes that upon themselves to prepare Mm -hmm. the role the right way, you know? Um, so after that, he continued to, of course, stack up successes, starring in films like Donnie Brasco, Spear and Loathing, um, which again, if you've made it this far and didn't see the beginning, if you haven't seen our last episode, it's on Honoris Thompson. So we talk a good bit about Fear and Loathing there. That was a fun one. Make sure to check that out. But Johnny continued to ride the wave, starring in well-known films such as Alice in Wonderland, Pirates of the Caribbean series, 
and is actually considered one of the most successful actors to date. Um, he participated in multiple charities for children. We've seen all the videos, pictures, everything of him at hospitals, you know, in full costume, makeup and everything, helping out the kids. That's awesome. And I know he said he's never he would never do another uh, Jack another uh, Pirates movie with Disney, but I always wondered if he'd do if he'd do it again with a if another director. I know Disney owns the rights to it, but if they ever gave up rights to it to someone else, if he'd be willing to do another appearance, you know, like if Tim Burton directed it, that'd just be awesome. That'd be wild. <laughs> that would definitely be a crazy twist on the Pirates film. Dude. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so by 2012. Depp was one of the highest paid actors in the world. Um, he actually was declared, I think it was the same year, yeah. In 2012, he was declared by Guinness World Record as the world's highest paid actor, earning $75 million in 2012. So, again, considering where he came from, it's amazing to have the dedication, perseverance, and everything to achieve those kinds of accolades. Um, after that, though, interestingly enough, a lot of people have kind of considered that his career started taking setbacks. A lot of the movies he was in either just weren't good hits, at least in the U.S., or suffered some backlash. Uh, one example is a Disney collaboration uh, the Lone Ranger, where Depp played Tonto. Um, Disney ended up losing a lot of money on that. And so his career, just to some people, started to decline. To me, at that point, I'm pretty much retired. I don't know about you, but... Right. <laughs> um, his more recent films are definitely not garnering the same attention, but he has not stopped at all. He even has, like, his own film studio or uh, company, I guess, um, that he does work with or collaborates with. Like, he'll do he'll do independent films now, too, like smaller budget ones. Uh, Foreign films, too. I think he's working on like, mm -hmm. a French movie right now. Um, he appeared, I think it was in, Kev he was in uh, Kevin Smith's Tusk. Mm -hmm. That was... Yeah, he's been in a lot. Masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, definitely didn't get the attention of some of his other other movies but hey <laughs> it's it's hard to i guess do this show and not list off so many of his movies because he's been in a lot of he's just been in a lot he's just stayed active um he has an extensive filmography and discography so you can find that all over the internet um Unfortunately, his most famous recent appearance on TV, though, is, of course, the news drama between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Hmm. Uh, I, I haven't heard about that. Oh, yeah. really? Well, you'll have to look it up. <laughs> We're definitely not going to get too far into that. Um, there was a full two-month trial. It was worldwide coverage. So feel free to look that up. So it's, it was like nonstop. It's, it's kind of crazy. But that, that that definitely didn't stop him. Like I said, he's still he's working on movies now, um, and he, I mean he's touring with Jeff Beck. So I mean, Louisville Palace October twenty second. Yep, October twenty second, and that's just one stop on a world tour. So world. yeah, they're they're world touring. Um, 
He's won numerous awards from the Golden Globe Award, Screen Actors Guild Award. He's had several Academy Award nominations. Again, the Guinness World Record as the world's highest paid actor earning $75 million in 2012. And I mean, he's definitely, he's given back too. So a lot of the times you saw him dressed up as Jack Sparrow, going to hospitals and stuff. He wasn't just there entertaining the kids. A lot of times he made donations to the hospital mm-hmm. and everything. Um, he's definitely a philanthropist. Speaking of uh, awards with Halloween coming up, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of his characters are some of the top Halloween costumes. Absolutely, dude. The Mad Hatter. I mean, Edward Scissorhands. Jack Sparrow. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, yeah. Thompson. Right, all those. Like, right. Raul, dude. Can't get right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see those all the time. And I mean, it's <laughs> it's because he adds such a character to those characters. You know, you can't imagine anybody else playing on the same. It's almost like Heath Ledger's joke. You know, right? No, anybody doing it, not to say they couldn't do it well, but it's not going to be the same character. Exactly. So it's, it's definitely awesome. Another person I'm definitely proud to say is from Kentucky. Uh, definitely a reason he's our second episode. And he's also known for um, Hollywood vampires. With Alice Cooper, Joe Perry, and one of his friends from the original his original band, the Kids, hmm. that he moved out to LA with. So I have to check them out. Yeah, Hollywood vampires, and I mean, it's Alice Cooper. You know, <laughs> it's Johnny Depp and Alice Cooper, Joe Perry. Come on. Um. So again, definitely one of the most successful and famous people to come out of Kentucky. There's probably not. Many people alive right now, definitely not in the U.S., who haven't heard of Johnny Depp. Probably not too many people worldwide who haven't heard of Johnny Depp. Um, So it's just kind of crazy to think that he comes from our humble little state of Kentucky, where most people just think bourbon and derby. (laughs) We also got Johnny Depp and Hunter S. Thompson. So (laughs) it'll be interesting to see how... His career continues to unfold. Like I said, he's working on a couple films now, I know. And uh, it's just awesome to see. So I don't have anything else. I know that was kind of a quick run through. But do you have anything you want to add? No, I think I think that covered it. Awesome. Um, we will definitely be continuing this series. So be on the lookout for that. And definitely drop us some comments of people you'd like us to kind of look into and maybe do an episode on. Um, So if you like it, even a little bit, please consider subscribing to our channel, dropping us a like or a dislike. It's okay. And uh, again, drop us a comment and uh, let us us know what you want to see. With that, as always, be blessed. Bless someone around you. See you all next time. See you later.